0: Welcome to System Mastery, the podcast where we beat a dead horse 1d6 damage at a time. Say, do you like anime? Sure, we all do. But wouldn't it be great if anime books, packed to the gills with boring pictures of anime, weren't also role playing games somehow? Well, have we got a solution for you? It's Tenchi Muyo, the resource book and RPG, right here on System Mastery today. Welcome back. Hi, John. How are you? Hey. My eyes are burning. That's John, by the way. His eyes are burning. And I, of course, am Jeff. Yeah, my eyes are aflame. Yeah, are they? Yeah. like the, You're burning eyes of fire? Yeah, they're going to go running off into the night. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. This, that's the classic Wendigo story, if I remember correctly. Which uh, is weird, because that has nothing to do with an actual Wendigo. Yeah, a man screaming because of his eyes on fire goes, goes running out of the night by his eyes. Yeah. Like a Tex Avery cartoon upside down. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Just Ah Wendigo, he says. Even though I think a Wendigo is like a cannibal or something. Yeah. Just a regular old or a big orange guy that fights the Hulk. <laughs> that's Sasquatch. Oh, okay. It's a big white guy that fights Sasquatch. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's closer. <laughs> it's I don't remember how Wendigo is a Marvel character, right? There is yeah. a one there's there's not gonna let that die on the vine. No. Do you think that Sasquatch has had to fight like other supervillains of every time has Sasquatch from the alpha flight ever had to fight skunk ape that's what we all want to know that's I think that's the kind of hard-hitting journalism that this show gives us a chance to really do for the people I really like that Sasquatch is like a weird curse instead of oh yeah there's some you know animal out there that is a Sasquatch it is Oh, no, I got cursed to be a Sasquatch. My only experience with Sasquatch is from the Exile series, and I'm guessing that's probably an alternate Sasquatch. Yes. So I have no idea, if it's not Dr. Jennifer Hudson, I have no idea who else Sasquatch even is. Oh, Sasquatch has been passed down. Oh, Sasquatch is many things. Well, Sasquatch, like I said, Sasquatch is a weird curse. It's to not like people. you can just go, oh, I'm going to be a Sasquatch or something. And she's not a mutant. No. Even though she's in the Alpha Flight, I guess the Alpha Flight's not all mutants though. Ah, you got you got a bunch of mutants. There's a lot of mutants in Alpha Flight because it's an X Men license. Yeah, is Puck a mutant? Sure, probably. Why not? I mean, he's a little dude. Like- uh, and his superpower is what bouncing or something. Yeah, he can like shoot himself towards people. I've always he's what like he's a he's like a shitty poor man's cannonball. Uh, yeah, okay, that makes. I, I have always been curious as to what his actual the definition of his actual power was. He can hurl himself at people, so he's basically a little hockey puck man. Yeah, that's the whole thing. Okay. It's a uh, Canada team, and he's puck. You get it? <laughs> he dresses in all black, and he shoots himself at people. That's so adorable. Yeah. I'm glad he's just not called, I like, mean, the Maple Leaf or something. Like I mean, that. there was a while there in the 90s where he was called the Knuckle Puck, but... Uh... <laughs> but then they got sued. <laughs> turns out that Gordon Bombay isn't just a coach. He's a high-powered lawyer. Pfft, turns out. <laughs> <laughs> I watched the first movie, too. <laughs> all of them. All the movies. I, wait, I don't know if I've watched every Mighty Ducks movie. I've watched three. Are there three, or are there, is there I'm sure a... there's probably, like, a direct-to-video fourth one. There's uh, Probably those those cartoon superhero ducks have their own... Direct- oh, I'm sure the yeah. Mighty Ducks cartoon has its own movie. It's got to have a movie somewhere. And uh, by that I mean it's the first, like, couple episodes that introduce them and they just package them together as a movie. Yeah. I've Since there actually is a team, the, the Mighty Ducks, to the Anaheim Mighty Ducks or whatever. Yeah. Do you think they've ever worked in any of the other hockey teams as villains for that show back when that show was being made? I don't think they could. When they had to, like, fight the New York Rangers or something? It was just a bunch of, like, elves with bows? <laughs> From New York. <laughs> hey, I'm existing peacefully with nature here. <laughs> oh, you got to go try to lambus over on 53rd Street. <laughs> well, if they didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> they were missing out. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> so this all has to do very clearly with Tenchu Muyo. Oh, Christ. I almost forgot what we were doing. And now I remembered. Wait, So this is the second or maybe third example of something that we come across every once in a while here on the show which is the books that are like well an RPG isn't good enough so we need to fill this thing with boring book stories book reports about the show that this is based on here's so much crap about Tenchi Muyo for you and pictures from it and the it's i mean it's basically the same thing like when we did the Dragon Ball Z one where yeah. it was just like it's not enough that we give you a Dragon Ball Z role playing game we have to give you essentially like an entire little flip book of dbz information. It's I, I don't know if it's because these books don't sell as like a straight up rpg book doesn't spe- sell especially well to like anime fans. Like you're, you're they're trying to hit two markets is what it feels like. They're like, well there's anime fans are known for going to conventions so they can buy a bunch of still frame images from the show that they've watched a thousand times, uh, all collected neatly in a book that just sort of gushes about the characters from that show uh for $100. uh so they have to they do that as well, so they can hit that market in addition, I guess I don't anyway um that's what this is, John, How familiar are you with Tenchi Muyo? Uh, I saw one episode i wanna say of this mm-hmm. at some point in time in my life. I don't know where mm-hmm. I know I've seen one though, yeah, uh I think I've watched the original o a v uh, it, which at the time I thought was OAVs were worse than, than regular stuff. Uh, I, I, okay, so a long time ago I had a friend who who was, and we're talking 20-odd years ago. I was in high school. I had one, I had that one buddy who was getting anime somehow. Yeah. You know, back when it was hard had to just. Had a dealer. Yeah. But, you know, in, in 1995 and 1996, it was hard to get anime. Yeah, man, you had to go to specialty places. Yeah. You had to know a password, and a guy would lead you into a oh, yeah. back room. They'd slide that little thing, the slot open on the door, and they'd be like, what's the password? You'd be like, Otaku. Kawaii. Keikaku. And he goes, that means plan. <laughs> and then they would open it. <laughs> That's how that works. Uh, but so I had that one friend who would show up with anime. And back then, when it, when it came to anime friend, they didn't really, they couldn't afford to discriminate. They couldn't have taste. Well, no, you got what you could. You got what you could. So in 1995, 1996, he would show up with copies of things like Gunhead, uh, like the second episode of Neon Genesis Evangelion. Not the wow. first, Not the first one. Some bubblegum crisis. Some uh, bubblegum crisis. Was... Some kind of worms. Uh, <laughs> but sure enough, he got the Tenchi Muyo OAV, which was super boring and felt like really rushed. Like it felt like there just wasn't any time for development of, of fights and so on to happen. And we were like. He was telling me, "Well, this is—it's probably not very good because it's the OAV. We need to find the original, like extended version of this series, so that we can understand what the heck is going on." Turns out, OAV stands for original anime, like video video. So this it, that was like the original thing that we were watching, and, and it just was sort of rushed and pushed through the motions. So I, I for years, I thought OAV just meant worse one. <laughs> like like it's like it, the edited version yeah like it was like a reader's digest equivalent like a clip show <laughs> uh yeah the oav is just like the best of yeah except it's ultra boring to actually watch and to me that made sense because i've been to anime conventions and i've watched them pay for stuff they already have for the seventh time because it's packaged slightly differently Ugh. so i i, it, I was just like yeah of course oav probably is just uh you know a translation from the japanese for the worst version of this <laughs> ah, you're still going to buy it americans Yeah, it's the otaku asshole version. Yeah. (laughs) And it's censored in that weird anime way where the nipples glow real bright, so you can't tell if you're looking at boobs or not. (laughs) Isn't there an X-Man with that power? (laughs) Headlights? Well, if there isn't. (laughs) Headlights is the right name for her, though. Yeah, obviously. I mean, fear those nipples. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so, which could cut glass also. (laughs) Different power. Different power, secondary mutation. Not a mutation at all. She just had sharp nipples. It's from a family. <laughs> family line of... The family of sharp nipples, not a mutation, <laughs> naturally occurring. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I had watched this way back in the day, and I have not watched it since. Okay. Uh, I was vaguely familiar with the characters, and when I hear the term Tenchi Muyo, I'm always like, oh yeah, that's that hair ama- anime with the, with the main character you just want to punch. Yeah, The... My... Like, anime nonsense at the time when this was out. Like, 87 or something, yeah. I mean... This like, is old. Well, yeah, no, this was, like, late 80s. I'm saying when it was out, like, here and people gave a shit. Oh, okay, sure, so sometime in the 90s. Yeah, in the mid-90s, around the same time that you would have seen it, is when I saw my one episode. But at that point, all the anime that I knew of was, like, I knew Sailor Moon existed and had never watched an episode... Uh, I knew Dragon Ball existed and would only get into that in, like, senior year of high school. Okay. And I had, for some reason, someone gave me, as a gift, the Ronma One-Half movie. <laughs> I was just about to talk about Ronma One-Half and, and Fruits Basket. Yeah, I was uh, like, this is weird. I don't know why you think I would want this, but they gave it to me, and I was like, all right, I guess I'll watch this. And I just went, what the f- fuck is happening here see, it's, why it's... does this dude want panties so bad you see that rama one half is just japanese gremlins <laughs> you, you, you can't get them wet <laughs> or they what, turn into animals or something I well forget. they turn into either they like switch gender or they turn into like a panda or yeah. whatever <laughs> i uh i had a friend who wanted me to come over wants to watch some anime with her and i did and she was she put on fruits basket which is some sort of like high school slice of life dramedy kind of thing, right? Uh, isn't that the gay one? Or uh, no? no, I think that might be Oran Host Club or whatever. There's a million of these. I games. mean, there's a ton of those Fruits types. Basket has gay ga- characters in it, I'm pretty sure. I don't know. I watched maybe six episodes of it and I was like, all right, are we done? And she was like, yeah. She said, it's interesting. The characters on this show can turn into mythological Chinese Zodiac creatures. <laughs> And she told me that after we watch it, and I was like, no, they can't. That's they, not true. They can stand around and, and and uh the one who is not currently on screen can talk so that the show can be made cheaply. Huh? <laughs> they never do anything. And she's like, no, they they do stuff. And I was like, okay, do they do stuff once per season? And then the rest of the time they just stand around and talk in black suits. Is, it, then- is it just high school students talking about like, oh, I am so worried about whatever? And mm-hmm. then like the last episode of the season is, oh no, a thing attacked, and then all of them turn into weird animals. Probably. I don't know. I mean, it, mostly it's just jokes that would make more sense in the original Japanese. I have to assume because otherwise, who's watching this and why? <laughs> you know, like, I, the translation error is the only thing I can get to. Again, it's one of those. If you got in on the ground floor of being an anime that was over here, yeah. it didn't matter. Yeah, no, because it, it was your only th- only option. Although that was like a year ago, because that's my friend who imposed Oh, anime. yeah, but Fruits Basket is old. Yeah. It it's really old is. as balls. <laughs> <laughs> it's old as the motherfucking breadcrumbs. <laughs> yeah, I... I uh, so Tenshi Muyo is, according to this book, pretty much the second of these harem animes. Yeah. And, and the definition of a harem anime is more or less some dude... Uh, is forced to share his life and house with a bunch of improbably superpowered hot women who w- want his dick for various reasons. Yeah, now, Tenchi Muyo is uh, unique, I would say, in that it's one of the few of the harem ones where the main character doesn't like any of them. Like, normally it's, I have a crush on This girl, she lives with me, but also there are like four other ones that live with me and they all want me. And I can't just say, oh, but I want this person because of reasons. Uh, Usually it's because of reasons that make sense to Japanese culture that don't make sense. You're like, "Uh, well, I I definitely like this girl and I would like to date her. Oh, if you say you would like to date her, then this other character will go insane. Yeah. Or, you know, it's things like, but I'm not sure that she actually likes me, even though Mm -hmm. the entire show is about her being like... Oh, you're so great. Oh, no, I have to run away from you. Yeah. No, this, oh, man. So, uh, they, they do mention the first one, which I never remember the name of. It's the one that Lum is in, which is the only character I can name from it. Yeah. She's that, you know her. She's the one in the tiger stripe bikini with the big uh, like boomerang. <laughs> with the big b- b- boomerang. You she know got, what I'm saying. She got the big baparang. <laughs> she got that boomerang. Yeah, no, but she really does. She has a giant boomerang weapon. I mean, I always think of her as like... You see models of her and so on in anime oh, yeah. conventions and he's like, Oh, she she seems like an OG in this field. Oh yeah. Yeah. She's like the Betty Page of this shit. <laughs> but uh yeah, the fact that Tenshi does not give a fuck about any of these ladies. He is just like, All I want is friends and when they're like, Hey, hey, stick it in me, he's like, Oh no, mm, that would be into pro I don't know. They never just go like, Well, I'll just go fuck your insanely horny dad then. <laughs> <laughs> well, they don't want the insanely horny dad. No, no one does. No one wants insanely horny dads. And that's another thing that I feel like shows up all the time in these harem animes is there's one dude who's like, oh, yeah, I've got all these ladies, but I'm not doing them. And then, like, either a friend or a family member or something who's like, I want, I want to fuck all these women. And they're like, get away from me, you pervert. There's so much about because. Also, Ninja Scroll was one of the things that was in the list of stuff that my friend was able to get a hold of back in the long... Oh, long yeah. Ago. Well, Ninja Scroll was also one of those yeah. way back in the day ones. Yeah, it's one of those from the long, long ago. And that one had the that old man trainer who was, like, obsessed with panties and, and just, like, oh, an yeah. old pervert man. A- and I was like, man, based on these old pervert frog-looking dudes that, that they show in Japanese stuff all the time, like in the animes... Oh, yeah. Th- what's up? D- do Japanese people get nosebleeds when they get horny? What is... <laughs> weird trope it's such a it, it, there's so many weird tropes that i've never fully had explained to me i don't remember if that was part of this one but here's the thing oh yeah no there's during the uh the like we're all at a hot spring episode mm-hmm. and he sees him naked he does get a nosebleed i think like twice Ugh, for christ's sake incidentally this book's kind of hard to read in public because there's a lot of pictures of ryoko naked in here there's a there's a lot of anime titty in this that, now it. again it is obscured like it's the brightness has been turned up enough that nipples just sort of look like the rest of skin. Mm-hmm. It's like you're looking at a Barbie doll. Yeah. Plus, it's not especially sexy when you look at Ryoko naked for an extended period. Like, like oh, it's on a page. I, I have no choice but to be here on the page with it. And you realize that her boobs pretty much attach up where, like, her scapula is. Yeah. And you're like, whoa, that's messed up. <laughs> is that because she's a weird space mummy monster? Ova, I would assume so. Fertilized mass being space pirate mutant, whatever. That, that, they had to work so hard to make this jack off material. Ah. Like so much harder than most most jack off material needs to be. <laughs> <laughs> most of it just needs to try the bare minimum. Yeah, just be like, oh look, tits. Hey, like, hey, look, yeah. look at them. Yeah, there they are, waving around gently in the breeze. <laughs> But this has to be like, well, she's not necessarily a space pirate because at first she's a seven hundred year old alien mummy who who can send her ghost out. But then you discover that she's actually grown from the ovum of a secret evil scientist who's twenty thousand years old, which she has combined with the with the uh, the residu- residual energy of a primal aquatic organism known as the mass. And you're like, ugh. But, uh, but anyway, she gets her baps out. <laughs> anyway, here's I, here's Wonderwall. <laughs> It's just so much. Uh, the other thing that was fascinating about Tenchi Muyo is, is uh, what I learned from this book uh-huh. uh, is that it was never a manga. Oh, yeah. That, it, that it's an OAV in the sense that it is an original anime. It was an anime in the first place. Yes. And most of these harem animes are not. They're based on some manga <laughs> or manga. manga. Manga? 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 Manga. Okay. Some manga. Uh, <laughs> the other thing I learned is that it's extremely rare for the distaff version of this to exist, where a single woman has to live in a house surrounded by various hunky dudes. Yeah. who just are sort of like, hey, would you like this dick? Although I would love to see an episode of that. That would be so good. I would love that too much. <laughs> I prepared you a pheasant under this big metal plate thing that you would only see ever in a cartoon. And she's like, your dick's in there. <laughs> I know it is. I just know- stop. <laughs> just I, you're holding it at dick height. Obviously, <laughs> your dick is in there. Who who offers a giant serving tray sideways anyway? <laughs> Uh, also, I mean, the reason you don't see that is, that's pretty much what, like, ladies' existence is anyway. Oh, yeah. Wandering around while a bunch of dudes offer her your their dick. <laughs> that's true. They don't need to make it. No, that's not a thing you need to make up. That's not a fantasy. Uh, okay, so... Since this book starts with the story of Tenchi Muyo, maybe we should as well. If you're wondering about the rules, don't worry about it too much. We'll get there eventually. Oh, boy, the rules are nothing. It's TriStat. We've done TriStat twice already. You're, you're fine. <laughs> Go listen to one of the other TriStat episodes. <laughs> we'll get there. Fuck well, you. This is an all anime all the time. Oops, all anime. 30% of our listeners just turned this off. Oh, shit. Just well, now. Oops, the daisies. <laughs> I'm gone. It's okay. We already got their money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 30% of those listeners, which none of them pay for this. <laughs> We already got there, no money. <laughs> That's true. Uh, okay, so the Tenchi Muyo RPG, uh, or story. Tenchi Muyo is a boy who lives with his grandfather and his father at a shrine in the woods in a big house uh, where he learns martial arts and discovers an evil mummy. And good Lord, John, take this <laughs> away from me. Take take, it. take the ball and run. Okay. I I, I couldn't even watch this show. The first, Reading long, whingy book reports about it is even harder. Okay, so basically the original series has... Like, 12 episodes, mm-hmm. and each one is, like, to begin with, mostly just introducing new people that want to fuck Tenchi. Yeah, or so, there's maybe four of them that kind of want to fuck Tenchi. The other ones are like, I want to be his little sister! And also probably fuck him. Did I mention I'm 700 years old? It's okay if I do! Oh, Sasami, come uh. on. Man. So, anyway, the first episode is, like you said, Tenchi's just living out in the middle of nowhere. He doesn't really have any friends, and all he's got is, like, his dad to hang out with. Mm-hmm. So there is a legend of a demon in a cave, and he goes and sees there's a sword in there, and he swings it around and hits a rock, and the rock crumbles, and, oh no, a demon's in there. And then it's Ryoko, and Ryoko tries to murder him at school. Yeah, yeah, Ryoko shows up at school and tries to murder him, but he flails backwards and manages to cause an explosion on accident, because one of the other things about Tenchi is that up until the climax of this original series, he's just a clumsy dumb shit. Well, yeah, he's got the hilt of this sword Mm -hmm. that has magic gems in it, and it's attuned to him such that he can occasionally just have, like, a lightsaber. Yeah. And... The fight goes on. He manages to cut off Ryoko's hand that has a gem on it. Yeah. And it grows back immediately. Yeah, because she has regeneration powers. But it means the gem wasn't attached to her, so she couldn't use her powers, and he managed to get away. Yeah. And for some reason, the fact that he was able to cut off her hand made her. Real horny for him. Yeah, and that's gonna last the rest of the series. There's never a point where she's gonna be like, "Man, this guy's just a fucking schlub, isn't he?" I fell in love with him because I thought, you know, oh, he's a badass. But then I realized he's just some dumpy asshole. Yeah. Do you think eventually she'd be like, "Well, I've tried offering to fuck him, offering to fuck him, filling up water balloons with offers to fuck him and lobbing them <laughs> at him, uh, and and nothing. He just doesn't care. This guy is a, this guy is a zero go. He just doesn't- oh yeah, no. Tenchi is. F- I mean for all intents and purposes for the show, he is asexual. For this for this show, yes. Uh, eventually, Tenchi gets a girlfriend in, in Tokyo when he moves there for some other version of the same show. Yeah, uh, but for the OAV, mm- he is basically completely asexual, has no desire to do anything with these people. Yes, and is consistently embarrassed or put off by their by their uh, suggestions that he would like to. Yeah, uh, so. Yeah, I don't know what that lum show was, but I do know that the dude in that lum the, that lum hair anime was like, "Hell yeah, I want to fuck all these ladies." I want to get they, them then, ladies. And then they'd get mad at him. Yeah. It was the, they're like, "We have to live with you and we want to have sex with you, but don't you try." Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. So just jerk off already. <laughs> <laughs> so uh the next thing that shows up is uh god, I can never remember her uh, name. Ayaka. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I always want to say Ayeko. So the the, the Jurai Princess Ayeka, uh, who is, the again, she's of the species known as the Jurai, which are basically Jedi, was, uh, they, but they're, like, descended from sentient trees, and they've got, like... <sighs> Several thousand year lifespans and whatnot. And and they have like force powers, basically just sort of anime powers. And they've just got anime energy. Yeah. And so she's flying through space and she gets a little signal thing Mm -hmm. that says like, ooh, some fucking pirates on this planet. She's like, great, let's go fuck them up. Could it be Ruins Buster Kagato? (laughs) <laughs> and they're like, no, it's not. It's someone It's someone unimportant. And also the statute of limitations against her has expired. Yeah, she's the crime she's committed no one gives a shit about because it was 7,000 years ago. And it was like vandalism and stuff. So <laughs> so she's not that. And, and she was like, she was like, but for the honor of the jurai, I must. And I was like, you must what? Arrest someone you're not allowed to arrest? Yeah, just but, go down there and chastise them? What are I, you going to do? I don't know. But anyway, what she does do is she goes down there and crashes her ship. Yeah, she fucks up, crashes her ship, and... Uh... Fights with Ryoko a bunch and then falls in love with Tenchi. Also, her little sister is there, and her little sister is God. Thank God she isn't. Like I also want to fuck Tenchi in no, this because she, she's the one who wants to be Tenchi's little sister. Yeah, but but her story is basically the the purpose built backstory of the it's okay to fuck her even though she's twelve uh trope of the internet yes. because she's like, what are you? Oh, I'm. I'm a little girl, but I'm actually the reincarnation of the endless spirit god Tsunami, and, and I'm 800 years old, mm-hmm. and I, uh, I'm I'm so mature and yeah, whatnot. And when I look in mirrors, I see the actual adult woman Tsunami that is me staring back at me. Yeah, I mean, she just has the the oh, it's okay. My soul is a 12 year old or 12,000 year old dragon. Yeah, she has that backstory. Thankfully, they don't do anything with it. Which, good, good on you, good, anime. Thank you, Tenchi. Yeah. Apparently in 1986 they hadn 't yet realized it was okay to, to yeah. They were like it. ooh that's that's crossing a line yeah. and then later on people were like, "Fuck that line yeah that's. A in bad fact, line. I turned that line into a 12 year old so now we 've got three alien sort of things living with Tenchi. The one story I did want to tell because it it, implied, it gives me this tone of the book um where Tenshi takes Ryoko into his room to, like, treat her wounds or something. Yeah. Uh, so he's got her up there, and he's, like, hiding her from his dad. His dad realizes it, and then the book says, naturally, because, uh, because uh, Tenchi's dad is, has been concerned that Tenchi is not especially popular with the ladies, he goes outside and gets a ladder and a, and a video camera so he can film his son's first acts of love with a woman. Yeah. Quit saying naturally, book. You're implying a chain of events that makes sense. <laughs> Yeah, it's his dad saw that he had a a woman in his room, and he was like, oh, I gotta get this on camera, because I'm a sick freak. Obviously. Naturally, that's what you do in this situation. Wouldn't anybody. Yeah, I mean, I've got my tape of his first steps, his first Mm -hmm. words, and now I've got a video of his first fucking. Yep. (laughs) Oh, Emily Post would be so proud of me. I'm doing this exactly by the book. Look, I dressed him up as a sunflower, and now he's gonna have sex. (laughs) Good old Ann Geddes porn. <laughs> uh, uh, come on, let's fuck amongst this big pile of Weimaraners. <laughs> Look, we're both going to get into this pumpkin and then we're going to fuck. <laughs> I mean, the Weimaraners is a different pho- photographer, but but that would be still be some pretty great porn. <laughs> note, note that I'm not suggesting that we do anything with the Weimaraners. No, no, they're just there. They're just also there. They're as confused as you are. <laughs> Uh-huh. At a certain point, they start to understand what's going on. At a certain <laughs> point, they're just like, eh, put their heads down and go to sleep. <laughs> just nod knowingly. Mm, yes. Mm-hmm, yes. That's, quite. That's the smell of human fucking. <laughs> they just make eye contact with you and then begin licking their own balls. <laughs> oh, man. This this line of porn that's inspired by famous photographers is uh, <laughs> horrible. It's the worst. And we shouldn't do it. <laughs> so... Ah, uh, now he's got three ladies living with him, and mm-hmm. of course his dad is super horny, and he, like, wants to get with, uh... Mostly Ryoko. Ryoko. Because Ryoko's the one who seems the most, you know, she's a goer, right? eh? eh? Yeah. Eh? Nud- wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And we find out that he's, like, super-powered, because he grabs Ryoko's tits at one point, and she, like, goes to punch him, and, she- and he just grabs her fist. She's like, wait, hold on a second. And then she punches a staircase, and it explodes. She's like... No, okay, I am still super-powered. Yeah, it turns out that this old dude's also got some kind of powers. Yeah, we don't know what it is yet, mm, though. It's so Ooh. mysterious. Meanwhile, up in space... <laughs> the uh, world's worst space cop. We gotta add another character. I, I I honestly assume that Mihoshi exists because the show needed a blonde. I I assume it exists just because they were like, well, we need at least one more or else it's not a true harem. I mean Because there's two more coming. Otherwise, stuff. it's just a love triangle. Yeah, well, I mean, there's still at least two more coming, though, because you've got Mihoshi and Washu. Oh, that's true. But yeah. Washu's like at the very end. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, Mihoshi is a space cop who is an idiot and clumsy. I, I swear she did that. They did the clumsy thing because that makes ultra hot like professional people accessible in movies i guess that's how they do it in romantic comedies they're always like how can this fat schlubby seth rogan hook up with a sexy hot girl oh because she dropped a plate once oh she's so clumsy i like so yeah. and? that makes her accessible and easy to get to okay she's a relatable human just like you because one time she dropped a football <laughs> One time. <laughs> Just the once. It was the time the camera was on her, though, so it's fine. Yeah, it was, we got it on film. Yeah. Also, that first time I mean, she had sex. We I mean, got that on film, too. <laughs> I mean, it might sound crazy, but check it out for yourself in romantic comedy sometime. They use that to give women their one defining kind of hu- human trait that makes them accessible to the schlubby dudes that they cast in those things. Well, it's always the the woman who is the main character who's like, I've got a great high-profile job, and I'm I'm that version of hot that's like i'm in glasses and have a ponytail so obviously i'm not hot yeah where you're like no you're you're incredibly gorgeous the fact that you have glasses and a ponytail did not stop that if anything it worked better for some of us (laughs) and then you know she's clumsy but halfway through the movie she's gonna undo that ponytail and take off them glasses Mm -hmm. but don't you worry She'll trip a little when she puts on that red dress. I'm a millionaire because of my magazine editor job, but I just can't seem to get my shit together. <laughs> oh, good. Justin Long is here. <laughs> good pick. <laughs> Excellent pick on the Justin Long. Okay, so. So, uh, Mihoshi gets instruction to go to Earth. Uh, I, because there's. Well, uh, no, she gets the instruction to go try and stop some fucking pirate lord who just blew up a bunch of... Oh, that's right. Police. She's actually being sent after Kagato the Ruins Buster. Uh, but instead, she's like... But she fucks up. Oh, fucks up, because she's a dumb idiot. Uh, I feel real bad saying that about her, because they're like, oh, but she's so wise. It's just that normally... Oh, she's a super highly decorated police officer, and everyone thinks she's amazing. Except any time she's on screen, she's like, oopsie doodle, I spilled coffee on the control panel, and now I crash into Earth. And you're like, What? The one nice thing about Mihoshi is that she doesn't seem to be super into Tenchi. The pro- No, she's that's just the problem. Also there. She crashes there and like for no reason after she shows up, like the next episode she goes, "I am also in love with Tenchi." And you're like, "What? You've barely said two words to that guy. You don't even know who Tenchi is." <laughs> the art style for Mihoshi is interesting. She's she's clearly an alien. Uh, cause both Ayaka and Ryoko are basically just humans. I mean, sure. Ryoko's boobs attach way too high, but otherwise they're clearly just a pair of humans. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, she's got a, her boobs are clearly just a pair of humans, a pair of humans just stuck to the <laughs> front of her. Uh, but Mihoshi has like fangs and pointy ears. Yeah. She's like the beginning of wanting to have a cat girl in your show. But, yeah. That's basically where she comes down on. Uh, she's like a little vampire elf, um, Also, she's ultra-tan and blonde, which I assume was on purpose to kind of put a California Valley Girl flair to her. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, there's really not much to her. She just sort of bumbles around throughout the rest of the series. Yep. Uh, She's just another person in the house. Yeah, she doesn't really have a plot, is the problem. Some super-mad anime fan is, is writing to us right now. Mihoshi did super important things in Chapter 11, you guys. No. No, she didn't. She never did anything important. <laughs> the story is entirely about Ryoko and Ayeka or whatever. Ayeka. Ayeka. Jesus Christ. Why uh, can I never remember her name? Don't forget about Sasami Washu and Ryooki. Well, Riooki is a cabot. It's a cat rabbit, and it's also a ship. Uh, yeah, because she absorbed a fellow mass entity, another primordial ocean creature, and gave gained the ability to turn into that one, and that one happened to be a big crystal spaceship. Uh, it all makes perfect sense but just so just just keep jerking off it's it 's fine just keep jerking. <laughs> Uh, people are so mad right now. Like, this isn't a jerk-off show. I'm like, no. Nah. Also, this isn't an RPG show. Uh, at a certain point, it will be. Don't worry. We'll eventually talk about the Tri-Stat rules. Skip ahead to the code I'm pointing at, right? Oh, I forgot. We're not on YouTube. Oh, hold on. Uh, never mind. Uh, popping up on your screen is the skip-ahead button. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Hit that bell button. <laughs> Ooh, you'll get notifications when we put up new videos. hmm Ooh, hey, YouTube. What up? It's your boy. <laughs> <laughs> also, all of us YouTube people seem to know each other. I'm friends with HPAR. Bomber guy and famous YouTuber Sean. <laughs> Sean. Uh, and he's just part of that same group as like ContraPoints, Lindsay Ellis, H bomber guy. Guys, but- I'm in Smosh. <laughs> I'm I don't know, one of the rotating people in Smosh. I'm in that, is it pronounced Ruby? Ruwibby How how's that how's that work? I don't eh? know. It used to be rooster teeth and now they're they're like all fold themselves instead. I don't know. Uh, anyway, so pushing forward, here we go. Uh A whole bunch more shit happens. A villain shows up. He's like some dude wearing probably small glasses. Uh, Washu shows up. She's an evil space scientist who is crab-themed. Oh, she's not really evil, I guess. No. She's a good space scientist who's a little impersonal and crab-themed. And crab-themed. Yeah, she's crab-themed. She actually is supposed to... Her haircut is supposed to be a crab. Which is fine because she has like a villain who's like a dude who has an octopus for a beard. Yeah, so, you know, that's fine. And everything's cool. Dr. Clay or whatever his name is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then uh, misadventures occur for, for about 13 episodes. And then it's revealed that Tenchi is actually a half Jirai prince himself. Yeah, because fucking What's His Nuts kidnaps Ryoko and they got to go save her. Yeah, Kagato. Yeah. Kagato kidnaps Ryoko and Ayaka and. Stuff happens. We find out his dad is actually the. Missing prince of Jirai. And, he's a bona fide prince. Funny, she didn't look druish. <laughs> uh, make way for Prince Casojito. <laughs> okay, you're doing a whole different thing. Yeah. All right, I like that. <laughs> so anyway, uh, that's the the whole dead adventure dead. is just. Like, the back end of the original series is just, oh, now we actually have stuff to do. Yeah, yeah. Instead of it being, like, all of us fighting in a house trying to get that dick, it's all of us fighting in space trying to get that Ryoko. Yeah, and eventually Tenchi gets battle armor that's, like, magic summonable armor for his Lighthawk sword and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And then there's a a clone of Ryoko called Zero Ryoko who she absorbs and becomes Ryoko Zero Ryoko. (laughs) Welcome to anime. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, and then she just, I think that changes her personality or something. I don't even know. Anyway, I, I mean, th- the the original 12 was very simple. It was just, this guy kidnaps Ryoko. They go fight him. Fucking Tenchi realizes he is a badass mm-hmm. because he can use a laser sword and has dry blood. He's like a Highlander. And then he goes and kills a guy, gets all of his people back, and they all go home. And Yeah, he's like, hey, guys, do you want to continue our stupid living situation where you're like, Stay in my house, even though you're like all rich and princesses and shit, and just sort of live around here and awkward you sexual You want to go live situ- on, a, on a house in a very small little cabin and uh, fucking around and do nothing? Yeah, awkward, have awkward sexual situations develop, huh? How's that sound, my good friends? Oh, that sounds great. That's what we want to do. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go back to being a cop for for goddamn sure. I have to assume that Mihoshi gets fired. <laughs> I mean, never, I would assume it, so. It never comes up, but at some point you think like a letter shows up to, to Earth. They're like, hey, we've noticed you haven't done your job in several months and say so you've just been hanging out in a, uh, the paper set here says a boy's house. <laughs> a, a small boy's room. Mm-hmm. So uh, you're real fired. <laughs> Super fired. Also, we're going to disavow all knowledge of you. It's really hard to fire a space cop. Have you seen the space cop union? <laughs> we're just going to, uh, we're going to say you died. <laughs> that's what she's just declared dead. Yeah. We've named a small chunk of space highway after you. Peace. We've got <laughs> the, the Memorial the Hoshi Highway. It's a broken highway. It's 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 real clumsy and stupid. <laughs> it sucks and everyone hates it's, it. People keep dying. <laughs> it's a fitting tribute. There, there you go. There, that's that's the that's the that's the general gist of what Tenchi Muyo is about. That's now the plot in sixty seconds, and another twelve minutes playing the game. The this is one of those games that's like we assume you are going to want to be the main characters. So it's going to give you all of the stats and everything you need to be Ryoko or Tenchi or whatever. It's mostly after reading the first 45 to 50 pages of this book, which is just line by line descriptions of everything that happened in every one of the episodes. Oh, yeah. Then there's a little 30 page section that's the rules of how to play the game. And then it's like, also, here's Tenchi Muyo if you wanted to play as him. And it's just eight more pages of all of Tenchi's story again. Yeah. And it's every character, because they're like, all right, now what if you wanted to play Ryoko? Here's an entire rundown of everything that happened to her in her background. What if I wanted to play a minor character, Space Commander? Some sort of cat taper characters in the background of two of the shots from the the, the, uh, the movie. Oh, uh, here's three paragraphs about him. Okay, thanks. Great. Yeah. But, I mean, it gives you the full stats and everything if you're like, oh, I want to play as whatever. Mm -hmm. Okay, here they are. And then, of course, it gives you a a little sidebar of, so if you're playing in this game and you want to be the actual people from the show, there's a little bit of a power imbalance. Ryoko is crazy super powerful, and, you know, Tenchi isn't for the most part. I mean, when you look at their stat builds, Ryoko's built using 65 points, and, and Tenchi is built using 50 or 55, somewhere in there. The most powerful one, apparently, is Washu. Oh, yeah, Washu is supposed to be crazy powerful. yeah. Uh, but, I mean, really, the weakest one is, like, Mi- uh, Mihoshi, because she has, like, nothing going on. She's no. just a dumb space cop. At he- least at least Tenchi gets to have a sword. Yeah, he's got a sword and battle armor, because they give you his stats from the end of the series. He's yeah. like, oh, yeah, you- I have superpowers. I can summon battle armor. I have a lightsaber. I can I summon... I put points into Jurai energy. I have wings. I'm uh, just... I- I've gone ballistically nuts. And all- same thing with Sasami, who at that point ha- has fully accessed the spirit of the god or something. Whatever. whatever the spirit you- of Tsunami. Tsunami, yeah. So... So the least powerful one is the one that didn't really do anything all series. Yeah. The least powerful one is the dumb, bumbling cop who has not done anything. Yeah. And is drawn such that her hair always seems to be, like, floating near her. Like, I don't, <laughs> know, if, I don't know if, when you look at pictures of Mihoshi, there's always, like, yellow Kirby dots near her face, which is just, like, k- hair that didn't connect. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> as if she's just slowly sh- shedding hair like snowflakes as she moves around. No, yeah, I other, mean, she might. She's you know, a weird alien. The other thing that's always weird about the Mihoshi art is the puffballs. There's puffball. there's like one on top of her hat, but also there's usually just one or two near her somewhere. <laughs> just puffballs? Just, puff just balls? white puffballs. Yeah. I don't know what the heck they are. Who knows? It's like a different artist took over for her. Uh, anyway, okay, yeah, so there's all the stats for if you want to play as every one of the characters, and every one of the examples of play is like, he's decided to play as Tenchi, exactly as he would be at the end of the series. He has ideas about Tenchi and feels like he would do a great job re- uh, recreating the character's Continue dark. Yeah, this, of course, is not going to go into the second adventures where he goes into like tokyo or whatever instead we're gonna stay in the original series he'll diverge we'll diverge from where the the uh, a, a d- extended series go and just come up with our own adventures for what's going on with tenji muyo now it, when we first started doing these reviews and we came across games that did this they were like hey here's how you play as the character from the thing i i well, remember being kind of what, push- like child's or McCready? Yeah, the characters <laughs> ah, from the thing. No, it took me ah, a second, but I'm up to it? speed now. There yeah, yeah, go. I'm fine. Yeah. First, you just said childs. I was like, why well, would I want to play as a child? Or multiple ones. Yeah. Multiple uh, children. Childs. Yeah. Childs is what that's the plural of child, as far as I'm aware. As far as I am aware. <laughs> no. I remember making fun of this. I kind of poo pooed the idea that I was like, who wants to buy a game and then just play as the character from the movie that it's about? Like, if I'm going to buy that Wizards of the Role playing game, you're da- you can be damn sure I don't want to play as you know uh Weehawk, the little elf man yeah um but now now that i've been more of the internet than i used to be <laughs> now that i'm extremely online i'm i'm yeah i'm much more uh woke in the ways of internet as it were uh i i know that there's whole like chat rooms and facebook groups and so on that exist where people are just like i'm shadow the hedgehog and my opinion on this is the following <laughs> so, so and I'm, what i think about abortion is <laughs> I, I think that probably oh, happens oh that 100% happens yeah that there are a lot of people out there who who want specifically to play the characters that are already part of the media. So these books do make sense to me now. I think when we first read, like, the Dragon Ball one, it was like, here's how you can play as Goku. I was like, who would want to do that? Like, Goku, if you want to follow the continued adventures of Goku, good news, he's in 3,000 episodes of a TV <laughs> show. <laughs> the, I mean, I understand the people who want to. I get that that's a thing. It's just... I don't like it because I'm always like, but you're not going to do it. You're going to be like, ooh, I want to play as whatever. And then you're just going to be like a dumb caricature of that. Mm -hmm. You're going to be like, oh, I wanted to be, you know, Shadow the Hedgehog. And now I'm just going to be my version of that. Mm -hmm. And also, he loves diapers and Jesus. Even edgier. (laughs) Ow, the edge. (laughs) I feel like it would be really hard to play as Tenchi Muyo correctly. Because you'd be like, all right, so day one, Tenchi Muyo, uh... I fuck Ryoko. I just I just I give everyone in the house a number. There's been there's been some tension. I've been feeling it in the air. And uh, yeah, I plow Ryoko. What about that game? Huh? How much XP do I get? Huh? What about that? <laughs> How do you like me now? <laughs> the DM's all like looking through the book real fast. Uh, 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 <laughs> there's a rule here saying a dog can't play football. That's weird. Useful, <laughs> useful but <laughs> Yeah, but you'd be like, "Ooh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fuck Ryoko," and then you're like, "Ah, yes." But then Sasami comes in, and she, I don't know, blows up the bed. I'm like, "Get the fuck out of here, Sasami!" Uh, roll, roll to make Sasami get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I love the idea that Tenchi's like, "Get the fuck out of my room!" tried to plow this pirate. <laughs> Uh also uh Tenchi's got black eyeliner now and uh <laughs> it's re- real surly about everything. Yeah, okay. Uh, day one, you're you're playing as Tenchi, what do you do? Uh okay, so I invite Ryoko into my room. All right, okay, you can have a conversation with her in there. I put on the most romantic ICP music that's available. <laughs> I put on that I C P ballad. <laughs> it's it's a whole album. It's called Songs for Down Ass Clowns to Fuck to. <laughs> I would buy that. (laughs) Dear ICP. Dear ICP, have I got an idea for you. (laughs) Oh, man. It's all like RV jams featuring their growly ass (laughs) voice. Oh, God. Yeah, baby. I'm going to lay you down real good. I'm going to pour fango all over you and lick it off. (laughs) Here we go. Remember that time I gave a lake herpes? (laughs) Oh, yeah. I'm going to smear my face paint all over your body, baby. This is for you. Doctor says I got to wear two condoms. <laughs> uh, all right. So so anyway, actual character creation is handled just like it is in all the other TriStat games. It's a point by system where you get a single pool of points that you use for absolutely everything. Now, you have, as you might realize. From TriStat. Three stats. Yeah, you got left leg, right leg, and dick. <laughs> <laughs> you have no upper body. <laughs> Maybe uh, like the dad from Cow and Chicken. <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird tur it's a weird flex game, but okay. <laughs> weird, but okay. I'm on board. <laughs> no, no, uh there's three stats like John was saying. Yeah. You've got your mind and your body and your soul. Mm-hmm. Uh y- each one of them ranges in number from zero to twelve, with zero being you have absolutely no control over this, you're just weak or powerless or mindless, and twelve being you are the most powerful being in the local area. You're the yeah. most, you the biggest thing in the universe. So strongest in the universe. Four is uh your like human standard, mm-hmm. like you are fine mm-hmm. at this, whatever. Yeah. Uh, the characters in this game tend to have anywhere from the four to like eleven range. Uh, and, like, Tenchi, for example, doesn't have any force. No. But, boy howdy, his spirit is so high, because spirit is your will and your ability to resist things. So, he's got a real high spirit, because he resists getting a boner. <laughs> I don't know if he resists getting a boner. He resists doing anything with it.
1: <laughs> no, he Besides resists everything. he
0: into his belt. <laughs> Tucking it up. <laughs> Tuck it up? No one can see this. <laughs> Ooh, sneaky. <laughs> no one can see this boner. Hey, hey, do you have an industrial outside elevator stuck to the front of your pants? <laughs> <laughs> Oddly enough, yes. Also yes. Weird, but yes. Weird flex. <laughs> uh, so yeah, once you get your stat, you're going to have a lot of points to put into... Oh, so many skills, things. which I, I think they call abilities. Uh, no, skills are skills. Uh, abilities are the actually. I would have thought powers. you'd like the skill system here. The skill system in here is is. I, I, I got to be honest, it, one of my favorites I've seen in a while. Oh no, I I actually do. Yeah, because there's not that many. There's like maybe twenty five or thirty of them. Uh, none of them are seduction. Nope. All of them are are, are easy. They just spend this many points for this many levels of the skill, and the description is things like. Oh, I don't know, uh, art- uh, police sciences. Use this skill to do police sciences on things. Like, you know what it is. We don't need to give a, do- donate that much of the page to this information. Look, folks, we got to give you a lot of detail about what Ayaka said to Ryoko in a pool that one time. So, you know, here's a couple s- uh, skills. Put some points in it or don't. Whatever. Who cares? Who could possibly give a fuck? Yeah. Uh, so you get fi- you get a set number of points equivalent to whatever the DM thinks should be the power level of the game to start. Uh, almost everything is bought on a one for one basis. Things don't get progressively more expensive. So if you want, if the, if the uh, DM's like, hey, you get fifty five points. There's nothing stopping you from being like, all right, I have twelves in all my stats. Like, I don't have any powers or anything. <laughs> well, but, by God, he'd only have to give you thirty six points in that situation, and he, the recommending started recommended starting is fifty five. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, then there's a list of unique attributes and then a second list of powers and then a third, fourth, and fifth list of powers, each of which are are uh, governed by having purchased a specific power in the beginning, like I am have access to the Jurai power set or the mass power set or I own a mecha. Yeah. Uh, each one of those unlocks its own list of powers. and All of them are just variations on spend this many of your character points for the following benefit. Yeah. Uh, so building a character is super easy. Now, most of the powers and skills will have variable cost so your mm-hmm. your stats are pretty you know one for one but then it, it might be like oh if you wanted to get points in like i don't know acrobatics it's like oh it's two per level which meh that's true a lot of them are one per level uh some of them are more expensive but it feels kind of arbitrary which ones are more expensive yeah it's uh, just kind of like yeah i don't know here's yeah, some stuff it is a little bit of a problem i think at the beginning, it's it, this is something I found interesting. Appearance isn't, since you only have mind, body, and stat for, or soul for stats, appearance is listed as just a special attribute you can buy if you want your appearance to be notable. Yeah. So it's just like, oh, if you put one point in appearance, you're vaguely cute, with a little sidebar indicating the difference between cute and beautiful. Yeah, and you can get things like, oh, well, this will actually affect... If you make, like, certain persuasion rolls or whatever, mm-hmm. then it can add a level onto that, so you can actually get above whatever the max level would be. Yeah, or just get some extra levels for free. Like, I think uh, Ryoko is listed as having a beauty or an appearance of four, which means that she gets a two in, in distract art the art of distraction for free. Yes. Um, I found it kind of annoying that the book was like, all right, so here's the appearance values of everybody in the game. Uh, And keep in mind that the difference between beauty and cuteness is that you want to fuck beauty. But cuteness, you just want to keep around. And I was like, oh, book, you have not met the Internet. (laughs) Oh, book. (laughs) (laughs) You're so charmingly daffy. Uh, Anyway, it's like, so... Sasami, for example, has a cuteness of two because she's reasonably good looking. Uh, almost all the other women in, in, in uh, our character, main character Tenchi's life have an appearance of four or higher because they are all staggeringly attractive. <laughs> Tenchi has no points in appearance because he's kind of an average looking dude. Because he's just some dump that for some reason people are into. I'm going to put the answer out right here. That's bullshit. That's because the book was written by a guy. Uh I think Tenchi's a good-looking character. Otherwise, all these people wouldn't necessarily... I mean, even if he was impressive in other ways, they'd still get tired of him eventually. It's just that the book's like, no, dudes don't have appearance ratings. (laughs) Dudes aren't good-looking. Get out of here. This is a stat for rating the value of boob size. (laughs) Why'd you think we gave Sasami a little score? (laughs) Lol. So, I just found that a little, uh... Maybe potentially sexist? I don't know for sure, John. I don't know. But, I mean, you'd think he should probably have at least one or two points in there. I mean... He's in shape. Mm-hmm. He's in shape. He's a badass. He's a prince of the Jurai with an ability to summon form-fitting battle armor. I mean, he does have a rat tail, so that probably cuts it down a little. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but you'd take that as a deficiency to get 10 extra character points. <laughs> yeah, this does have defects mm-hmm. uh, that you can buy in addition to your like ridiculous powers and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So you'd be like, oh, I have the ability to shoot energy beams, but also I'm clumsy. Yeah, <laughs> uh, or... You- Like, building a weapon in this game is a a mix of adding damage stats to it and subtracting damage from it with deficiency and then buying more damage in to the point where, like, his sword has, he has to spend 30 of his energy every time he swings it, but it ignores shields and it does 80 damage and it, it's, uh, oh, it only works on contact, which is funny because that's listed as a weakness. Yeah. It's like, this sword only hits things it actually hits. Well, yeah. That's a 10 point defect. There's a uh, defect in the mecha that you can get that's like oh, you can't disguise it. I'm like, really? So if I make a giant mecha mm. that can't be disguised as something else, <laughs> I get points for it? I mean, if you think about it, you can probably only name one mecha from this show. Eh. That that fucking robot that can be, di- or the spaceship that can be disguised as a little cat rabbit. Yeah. So, I mean, yes. Although that's not what that power is listed as. That's no. become a mecha. The uh mecha power sub-attribute purchase. Yeah, there's uh, a lot of mecha sub- purchasing things you can get honestly i kind of forgot or maybe i'm just not the the book kind of forgot how much mecha crap there was in this show oh my god Because there's so much mecha crap in this book there is a ton of mecha crap in this book it's like but i like the mecha thing at least insofar as you can use it for anything so if you're like oh i wanted to build a motorcycle all right that's just a mecha that you only spend a few points on you know what i agree yeah if you wanted like a computer. That's basically a I was going to say, the the best example of a mecha they have in this book is Washu's computer and the cushion she sits on when she uses it. <laughs> all listed as a single mecha. Yeah. It's all just any tech item mm-hmm. basically is just a mech. Well, mostly th- it's because a lot of the stuff that mechs can do that they listed in here is what is based on what she could do with her computer. So, like, for example, I guess Washu's computer has a pocket dimension in it that's the size of a city. And she can access it by typing in some code on her computer. So they're like, all right, Mechas can open pocket dimensions. And the best example of this, of course, is the famous Washu's computer room she can go into. Although apparently Mihoshi has one, too. Yeah, Hmm. sure. People just got pocket dimensions. Mihoshi apparently carries around a red cube, it said, which can open a pocket dimension the size of a bedroom. Yeah, it also can, like, generate items for her. Yeah. But she's bad at using it. Well, she's bad at everything. She's, yeah. mi- she's Mihoshi. I mean, if I had the ability to carry around a sexy-ass red bedroom that I could just <laughs> pop up whenever I need to, I'd be the one fucking Tenchi. I'd win. <laughs> I would win. <laughs> I'd get it done, son. <laughs> I would get it. Yeah. Because I'd try harder. I'd be like, Tenchi, I will jerk off your dick. <laughs> I don't know if you realize what all of these ladies are trying mm-hmm. to do, but I will come out and say it. I'll touch your penis. <laughs> And he's, like, sold to the man who gets me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My fanfic would be very short. (laughs) But it's also... It'd be called Tenchi, and the guy who spelled it out for him. (laughs) Uh, Sorry. (laughs) No, the, the other interesting thing is... Because AI is one of the things in Mecha, it's also, if you wanted to create a character that was a robot, mm-hmm. you would just have them be the, has a Mecha, is an AI, and is the character that I am playing. <laughs> yeah, and then you just give your actual character zeros and everything. You're just like, so, nope, I'm just this this robot. I mean, I I do know that, like for example, when you say, I own a Mecha, for every point you put into Own a Mecha, which costs five of your character points per point of I Own a Mecha, that generates 20 points of of Mecha points that you have to spend specifically on Mecha. Uh, so you're already kind of buying it in at uh, a discount. Yeah. So if you put, you know, there's only five ranks available of a Mecha. So if you put 25 of your starting character points into it, you've got 100 points of Mecha now. And man, the shit you can do with that. Oh, oh my God. It's well, like, wow, the... oh great. I have just some battle cruiser yeah. that I have. Five points gets you something the size of a giant spaceship. Uh, and then another five points will unlock... Th- I believe it's 10 points worth of mechas that can only live in your current mecha, <laughs> which means that if you just take all your points and roll them into into recursive mechas, you can basically make a, ro- a, a giant ship made of robots, which is you'll have so many more points than a starting character would. Ah, so <laughs> many You'll just, you just You'll just be unbelievably powerful. But on the other hand, you are a giant floating spaceship made of robots. <laughs> on the other hand, yeah. how is that a problem? I, I, I don't know. It'd be really hard to seduce Tanshi with that. <laughs> Tenshi, fuck me, I am a spaceship. <laughs> that's no moon. It's offering to touch my wiener. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's no moon. It's offering to touch my wiener. The moon's never know. done that, at least not on my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to go into the Avatar universe then. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right. Also, she's a fish. I'm a fish and the moon and I'll touch your piece. By the way, that's the last Airbender universe. Let's make it real clear that we're not talking about Pandora here. Yeah, well, that's true. Wieners don't get touched in that universe. They braid each other's hair or something. Wieners don't get touched. (laughs) Welcome to the Avatar universe. James Cavern's Avatar, where wieners go untouched. Wieners have no touch. (laughs) Where are we? What happened? I don't know, man. Uh, So, yeah, you build a character out of uh, defects and power bonuses. Uh, the whole engine of TriStat remains the same as when we made fun of it in Big Eye's Small Mouth long ago, in that attack and defense are connected only to the character rolling them. Uh, so no matter how good your attack roll is, you can do nothing about your opponent's defense roll. Yeah. So, you know, if you're just like, oh, I invest very heavily in defense, you're like, okay, well, I can't do anything to you then. Yeah, and it doesn't matter how well they hit you, which means you might as well invest very lightly in, in hitting because it's just a 1 in 36 chance that the super dodge person that you're going to build will not just dodge the attack. Yeah, I mean, for most, there is a attack combat value and a defense combat value. Mm-hmm. Defense combat value is baseline two less than your attack combat value. Yes. So normally, if you're super good at defense, it's because you're also super good at hitting people. Yeah. You're just amazing at combat. So, eh. I mean, it basically means that you could just sit there rolling dice and be like, all right, I rolled uh, four hits. How many misses did you ro- did you uh, or or how many hits got through? It's like playing 40K, but with more dice. Yeah, <laughs> that's not true. There's never more dice than 40K. More, because it's two dice per roll instead of one. Yeah, Although you do have to roll bigger handfuls of dice in 40K. That's you, what I'm saying. You got a good point there. I have a great point there. You're, you're thinking with your, that's thinking with your 40Ks. <laughs> now that's thinking with touching wieners. <laughs> This episode's gotten real wiener heavy, John. I don't know. If, I, don't, I don't know if people are. Well, gonna it's be, because I'm real wiener heavy. I don't. Our, our test market. <laughs> I'm heavy of wiener. I, I am gravid with wiener. That's why I need two seats on the flight. You see. God damn it. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh. Yeah. So I don't know if our test market's going to be okay with any of this. Well, we'll just have to run it by them, and then let them know that we'll touch their wiener if they're all right with it. <laughs> uh Tanshi and the guy who spelled it <laughs> out for him uh, so I mean, yeah. it works it works so well it would work well in harry potter too yeah <laughs> harry potter and the person that explained everything <laughs> harry potter and the guy who cut through the bullshit and just said i'll jerk you off in the bushes harry <laughs> <laughs> and it was hagrid the end <laughs> and it was hagrid <laughs> that's the actual text of the book <laughs> <laughs> you open it up it's one page it was hagrid <laughs> <laughs> Oh, your your wiener looks so tiny in my massive, giant hands, Harry. <laughs> I'm a what? <laughs> you're a tiny wiener. A w- wizard, wizard, you're a wizard. So anyway, <laughs> good lord. Uh, So in addition to owning a mecha, which is probably the best thing you can do. You could also buy jurai power or uh, mass power. And it's got a system for doing custom nonsense. So if you're like, I yeah. have an item that doesn't fit into one of these categories Mm -hmm. then they're like all right well here's a custom item or a custom attribute section and you can be like all right uh work with your gm figure out how many points it would be worth like this is the general scale of power you should be looking at It gives you some interesting examples like it uses me hoshi's gun as an example like Mihoshi's got this little gun that does three different things, so let's just take that and boil down how many points it should be. Yeah, you're like, okay, well, you've got options of different things you can do. It's mm-hmm. got a damage range of this. It's a ranged weapon instead of a. Ma-. And you're like, okay, so here's how you build it out. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, neat. I do like that in this book. Every time they say the word katana, which is fairly obvious, uh, often because katanas feature heavily in the in the show, they add in parentheses immediately after that long sword. <laughs> <sighs> Is there another word in Japanese that less requires a translation at this point in role-playing game history, specifically? In well, I mean, even at the time this came out, yeah, who was like, "I'm sorry, what's a katana? What's this katana you're, you're mentioning? The katana? <laughs> That's an unusual. Is this some sort of catapult? A catamite? Are you talking about a catamite? <laughs> a catamaran? <laughs> it's just, it's just adorable to me. I'm like, everyone know. I mean, this book came out post Leonardo. <laughs> Which I think should be the the bellwether of measurement for whether or not you have to translate katana anymore. Yeah, I mean, maybe if you're like, hey, this is like, I don't know, the 60s or 70s, and you want to tell someone about a katana, and they're like, I'm sorry, what's that? A katana? I'm sorry. That sounds a lot like keikaku, which I believe we all know. (laughs) Editor's note. (laughs) Means plan. Are you talking about a plan? Because that's spelled keikaku. Why would you attack someone with a plan? Although I suppose... Is this a good idea to have a plan before you attack someone? You know what? This keikaku of yours checks out. (laughs) I'm sorry. Plan. (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) Uh, I just found that a funny little thing in the book. There's really... The book's... tristats. stats the, the one big broken aspect in tri despite, uh, despite the fact that it's easy to pump damage to the point where no one will survive your attack.
1: Oh, yeah. Because everything is, is custom. This is rocket tag.
0: Yeah. Because it's custom built, you can be like, all right, my weapon does 140 points of damage, which is more health than anyone can have. Uh, and it ignores all field shields and dodge attempts. Uh, it cost me most of my character points, but there it is. There it is. Yeah. That's what I do. Yeah. I have one. And the funny thing is it's a defect to be like, I have one attack that does that. Oh, can you only do it like once a day no it's just that I only have the one attack no it's just you know oh just it's that. such a defect that I can only fire my ultra pra- plasma blade i uh, it's it, oh i 'm the worst i'm the worst person oh no i'm so bad at blasting everything out of existence <laughs> um yeah. that's a, that's always been a problem with tristat along with the, with the whole you can spend points into mecca to make to get more mecha. and yeah, uh, I make a mecha that has mecca and that yeah, mecha it, has mecca yeah that's that's kind of a i mean this book thankfully caps that. You can't build subordinate mecha that themselves have subordinate mecha. Yeah, you can't have mechas all the way down. Yeah, like you just have a weird nanite apocalypse of mecha. The, the gray goo. Yeah, yeah, you can't gray goo it in this one. Um, you can goo in this one, but oh boy, Tenchi can't. No, Tenchi he- can't goo in this one. No, he's he's re- he's immune to it. No one has spelled it out for him. He's yet. got so much giraffe. <laughs> He's got a bunch of pent up Jirai energy. They, for, they forgot to write me into the book to release that. I also find it kind of funny that uh, well, he he can't because he needs to power up his crystals. You see, oh yeah. So own a big mecha is five points per level, uh, which will give you you know mecha points. So if you're like, all right, I, I need a rank four mecha, that'll give me eighty points to build mecha with. The feet right or the ability right above it is an even bigger mecha, and it's just if you have a mecha and you've already spent six levels in mecha, you can go ahead and spend six more levels in bigger mecha? Well, they're worth, they're worth way less points. It's, oh, yeah. It's so you can do things like, I, I have a 60-point mecha, and I need three more points to complete my ultimate mecha, but I don't want to spend another five points of character. Uh, so now I'm going to go to this other power wh- where the points are one for one, and for three points, I'll buy three points, and then I'll be able to build a perfect 63-point mecha, the exact mecha I would like. I think it's... I want to say it's basically uh like 5 points per point or 4 points or something. Whatever it is, it's cheaper than the original one. Yeah. But but there's only a maximum number of it that you can do. Yeah, you can only get like 20 points out of it. Yeah. But it is one of those things where you're either you can really like modify the de- the numbers you have mm-hmm. or just add on if you're like I already have 120 points, which is the normal max. Yeah, I'll go ahead and slap another 20 on there because why not? So both Juri and Mass work by generating like mono reserves. They call them energy or power pools. Yeah, I'm not even sure if those two things are synonyms in the book or not. I don't because they're they're it's kind of so? it's kind of loose. It's I mean Tristat's a little loosey goosey. The problem is that the main character that they want to talk to you about is Ryoko, and Ryoko just has every kind of power. Yeah. So it's a little tricky to determine what power pool she's using for what, because she can do Jurai stuff and she can do Mass stuff. And she's she, got a mecha. She just, she just does everything. So it's, it's hard to de- determine. Uh, but Jurai, the, the, when you buy Jurai or Mass, they're the same thing in terms of power generation. It's like, oh, for every eight points you put in, in one rank of this, you get ten power points that you can spend on Jurai sub-attributes. But Jurai specifically also has a more Jurai power ability, which you can use to buy yet more Jurai power points at a discount. So but they didn't build the same thing in for mass so it's if you're going to pick one pick Jurai. Just yeah. just putting that out there for people who might want to play the Tenchi. For Mario everyone experience. who's been listening to this going, well, I've been wondering how to really optimize my non-mecha-using Tenchi Muyo RPG character. Mm -hmm. And I turned to System Mastery for this. (laughs) That's the right place to turn. Folks, you've come to the right place. Folks, after an hour of talking about dumb bullshit anime stuff, you've come to the right place. Mm, I had so much more to say, John, but if you say it's been an hour, then what would you say is your favorite thing about Tenchi Muyo? (laughs) I'm kidding. I was pretty much tapped out. I was going to talk about weapon attack descriptors. Like, the part where it's like, oh, oh yeah. tendrils, uh, blades, and so on, where you buy, like, types of things that your weapon's going to do, which I swear is just an excuse to show another picture of Ryoko naked in the bathtubs. Yes. Because she's like, ooh, she can <sighs> cause her outfit to, like, attack you, and when she does, she's naked. It's I'm like, ta- great. It's, it's tangle attacking. Great. Thanks, Bayonetta. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> My hair comes alive. Oh, Bayonetta. Her games are so hard. <laughs> so am I. Ha! Uh, have you ever actually played a band that game? No, I've never played of, outside bayonetta. of the character. No, there, there. Have you ever played Devil May Cry? Yes, it's Devil May Cry. Uh, that's what I thought. Yeah, it's its that exact genre of like, you know, it's you, Lady May Cry. Yeah, that's it's, fine. It's, it's completely is. You come to a little area, and then that area stops moving, so you have to fight the monsters that are in that area, and you build a big old combo meter. It's—it's uh, it's the same game. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so what would you say is your favorite thing <laughs> about Tenchi Muyo. Um. I really, I mean, you you pointed it out. I do actually really like the skill system in this. Yeah, it's simple. It's nice and simple, and it works. There's not a ton to it. The, uh, the way that you add skills on is just a very simple, like, you know, one to six, you can get some stuff, great. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's not really, like, it doesn't feel like a lot of the ones that I have a problem with them, skill system-wise, is either they've constrained you in some weird way or they've put out a million skills such that no matter what you do, there's going to be some stuff that you should be good at that you just aren't because you didn't have the points. Yeah. You know, this is a good, happy medium of about like 30 something skills, like Mm -hmm. 33 skills or something. It's a good balance against the powers of of which there are far too many. Yeah. But even then, the powers are still like, you'll pick one of these. You're probably not going to have a shitload of stuff. The big thing is the vast majority of them are super cheap. Like, if you want to be able to, cuteness is one point, shooting an energy beam is one point per level, et cetera, et cetera. So they're all very cheap, which, honestly, it was a point where I'd read, like, 12 pages of these things, and they're, you know, little tiny paragraphs. It was simple. Yeah. It was like, and I was like, man, Tenchi has all of these. Every time it was like, as an example, Tenchi has two points in being able to jump pretty good. And I was like, how many points does this guy built with? (laughs) So I went back through and read them again. I was like, oh, no, it actually does kind of add up, because he has a ton of... D- uh, deficiencies built into him, yeah. and these powers are super cheap. Yeah, like, that's the thing is you can, with some deficiencies and if you don't go, like, hog wild on stats, you can just get a bunch of weird nonsense you do, mm-hmm. which is really the flavor of Tenshi Muyo, yeah. a bunch of weird nonsense. Yeah, like, if you, if you try to list all the things that Ryoko can do, honestly, it kind of feels weird to try and categorize her because she feels more like a metaphor for adolescence than a character you'd want. <laughs> I mean, maybe I'm thinking a little more Fooly Cooly here, but but, I mean, she's just, sort metaphor of a, for adolescence. she's just sort of a mummy that comes out of the wall. I mean, wall who to... among us, when we were going through puberty, didn't start shooting lasers out of our crystal hand? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think this is all part of the mono myth that you're going to meet a weird mummy in a wall who, wants to, who, who decides she wants to bang you after you cut off her hand. Yeah. And I think that's a perfect metaphor. My weird mummy in a wall was my journalism teacher. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, let us know who your weird mummy in a mall in a wall was. <laughs> or weird mummy in a mall. I won't discriminate. <laughs> that was Khufu. <laughs> Dev <Abbey laughs> In a mall. <laughs> Good lord. I'm okay, sorry. so yeah, your skill, system. skill system. <laughs> Jeff, what is your favorite thing about Tenchi Muyo? Oh God. Um, well i 'll also say the basic resolution mechanic, not the non combat portion of it because this is a pretty much it 's a two d six roll under yeah it 's a nice simple system. the skills just reduce the difficulty by the rank of the skill that you have it it's it 's simple and intuitive it doesn 't have a whole lot of unnecessarily uh, unnecessary granularity, especially for a game like this because i mean let 's face it there's there really wasn 't a whole lot of epic like close combat in in Tenchi Muyo, usually it was like, oh my gosh, I'm being defeated. I'll just reveal a power I hadn't talked about yet. Mm. Uh, So I I think the basic skill resolution system, or not skill resolution, but just resolution in general is fine. It doesn't actually hold up when you get to combat. At combat, it falls apart because there's no interaction. No. But for the purposes of just roll this and see whether or not you succeeded, I'm fine. Eh. What would you say is your least favorite thing about Tenchi Muyo? (laughs) I mean, it Feel- probably Tenchi Muyo. I mean, yeah, you could easily say the first 50 pages of the book. The, I mean, even then, I liked the first bit where it was like, hey, we're going to give you, I mean, it's like 20 pages that is just, here's a description of the actual OAV. That like, was fine, yeah. The, the 12 episodes of the OAV, here it is, we'll give you a rundown of each episode. Well, I like the, the kind of report on it, almost like a Wikipedia article about it, more than I like the rundown of the episodes. The episode rundown, I could barely keep my eyes on it (laughs) uh but the the but sure go ahead i'm sorry least favorite thing thing is that was fine for me i didn't care for the uh the then like when they gave the stat blocks for all of the people that they just re-put everything and then after that did it again Mm -hmm. it's that you get the same information like four times in this book and you really didn't need that well i think like i was saying before i think that might be a like standard to the kind of these resource books when they're not role playing games. Yeah. I, I know that's just a thing that I will never understand mm-hmm. of people who are like, Oh, I need to get this book that tells me all about a thing I know all about already. And I'm like, but why? Uh, and, and the answer is because you're going to put it on your wall. Cause it's going to, it's going to be one more thing that says Tenji Muyo on my wall. Yeah. I'm going to own it. And that's going to be awesome. I mean, it's, there's, there's more than one person in San Diego who just has a huge, uh, you know, storage room completely full of Funko Pops. Yeah, I'm sure. They don't want them, but they bought them. <laughs> they don't want them, but they keep showing up. Yeah, they keep getting them. And they're too afraid to try and get rid of them now. Yeah. I mean, I was going to say, uh, Miley's favorite thing in this book, more or less, is the way too much information about the show compared to the amount of stuff about how to play a game about the show. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a, like a 200-page book, and mm-hmm. the rules is maybe 40 pages. Yeah. And then after that, there's just, I mean, there's a huge section in this that's nothing but, like, pin-ups of the characters. Yeah. I'm, the back of this book is just, <laughs> like, okay, I get it. You've got a Tenchi magazine. hmm And, and they, they reuse. Like, the, you'd think that a book this big full of art of Tenchi Muyo would, wouldn't need to reuse, but boy, does it ever. I think there's the same picture of Mihoshi in here three times. I'm sure. So, I, I'm not a huge fan of that. I mean, the art's kind of neat, because this was a fun anime. Uh, I guess, although um, maybe I'd even say my least favorite thing is I felt like going to get a drink while I was reading this. So I I headed to a Chili's and ordered a, a, uh, ordered a cider and a a a bowl of chips. And I was sitting there trying to read it and every third page, you'd be like, all right, where's the salt shaker? I got to put it over some exposed breasts (laughs) because I'm reading this in a Chili's. It's my fault. It's, this was my fault. And even then, it's not like I'm doing anything wrong. I just don't want the waiter to come by and be like, oh, you're reading about Tenji Muyo. I love that. Let's just have a long conversation. And I was like, nope, I do not want this book to be an invitation to social interaction. <laughs> oh. I just want to get through this quietly. That's that's always the problem with trying to read an RPG anywhere in public. Is someone's like, hey, what's that? Is that like a and d Yeah. And then they're like, well, my my cousin plays a lot of Fortnite. Is that what that is? <laughs> My favorite. Oh God, yeah. I, I'm so glad I don't have an office job anymore because the number of things I've had connected by various office workers to seeing me reading the wall of dumb shit that you and I have read, yeah, is insane. Well, the weird one is dolls. The word dolls pops up so much. People will see me. Re- I, I was reading a state once, and a and a person came up to me in an office like, "What are you reading?" I was like, "It's a weird Scottish role playing game. I'm doing it for a show I do," and they're like, "Oh, that's like." Like, uh, I have I have my my little nephew. He plays something called, like, 40K. He's got all these, like, dolls. Is, <laughs> that, is that what you do? Do you have a lot of dolls? <laughs> uh, and I was like, is that an earnest question? Are you, are you, are you making are, are, Am I being made fun of? What's happening? I don't understand, because that's the kind of thing I would say to make fun of someone playing 40K. Yeah. And I was like, yes, yeah, so I actually have quite a number of dolls. Thank, thank, <laughs> yes, I actually thank, do. I have a huge army of Dark Eldar dolls. Thank you for asking if I had some dolls. Yeah, <laughs> I please. do. Yes, but but for the love of God, go away, <laughs> please, please leave. <laughs> I don't walk up to you and be like, "Oh, are you reading Entertainment Weekly?" Because it was sitting in here. Ah, uh-huh. oh. wow. Do you lot? Do you like c- celebrities? Do you have a lot of celebrity crushes? My, my nephew likes celebrities. <laughs> He's got a lot of dolls. <laughs> Fuck dolls. <laughs> well, now I'm interested. Now it's a conversation. <laughs> How much is he pay- paying for these things? And oh, it's homemade. What are the- oh, ooh. Oh, he's oh. an artisan. What's he working in? What's his media? Tell me it's cold butter and felt. Cold butter and felt. <laughs> butter and felt. Mm-hmm. For some reason, a lot of thimbles, too. His thimble budget is crazy. <laughs> Boy spends on thimbles, let me tell you. let tell you one thing for sure. You spend a lot of thim- uh, on thimbles? I know you're doing a show. <laughs> I know you got a show. Do you spend a lot on thimbles? What's your thimble layout per year? <laughs> God, this episode has gone off of the motherfucking rails well, as dumb hard <laughs> as you can <laughs> would you play tenshi muyo rpg and resource book you know what yes Ooh. yes i would oh there's a bold declaration <laughs> mostly because i would want to fuck with it but yeah. also because i'm like yeah put me in one of these dumb harem animes i just want to do stupid things well yeah like i was saying before you just want to be like all right day one uh you're in a harem anime all right i i, I have sex that's what i do oh you're ruining the game brandon brent stop everybody (laughs) can't do this that's not what this is that's not what it's about the 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 tension and the balance about how this this nebbish weirdo won't have sex why why won't he have sex (laughs) but why (laughs) but but i mean if he if he has a reason like if he's ace or something i'm i'm 100 in support of that does his dick not work does he suffer from stinky dick You know what? He doesn't even need to give me a reason, but ultimately I, I have to choose how I spend my time. And I choose to spend my time fucking that space pirate. <laughs> uh, there's a there's a Michelin Web bit mm-hmm. about Angel Summoner and the BMX Bandit. No, about a body uh, British hospital comedy where everything's like, oh, you're going to feel a little prick. Oh, I wish. <laughs> and, and then the one doctor is like, should I get my cock out? <laughs> <laughs> and like doesn't understand that the convention is innuendo, and it's it is so good. That and good. that would be me. Everyone would be like, "Ooh, innuendos!" And I'd be like, "So." Should I get my cock out? <laughs> well, you guys are all going to a RioCon today to take a bath in the hot springs, and the men and the women have to be kept separate. Very well, I will obey those rules. <laughs> no, you need to try and sneak up on them, but you've just clearly stated that I should not. <laughs> uh Plus, I don't like to be naked in front of people, especially... I I don't think I'm going to go. All right, John, you can star in a harem anime, but you have to choose between the two main characters of Richard Iowate or David Mitchell. (laughs) Oh, I'm David Mitchell. (laughs) Now, in the game, however... (laughs) (laughs) You're David Mitchell's portrayal of Richard Iowate. Yes. Okay, that's fair. Uh, So there you go, folks. I also would probably play this just because it seems like it's got a really uh, mess-withable engine. Yeah, And I I want to mess with it very... It's one of those... Uh, engines where you're like, oh, you've given me too many options. Yeah. There's definitely a way I can fuck with I'm this. I'm going to bespoke this thing. John, let me ask you a question. No. Oh, okay, well then let me let me tell you a statement. Mm, uh, Alright. You like the Star Trek. <laughs> you <laughs> like the Star Trek? Huh? Uh, uh? You, you do, right? Uh, you. Yeah, you like specifically the original Star Trek series. Eh? You know the one where we aren't. There, there, people are always arguing about how many episodes there are. Even that one. You know that one. The one like that. You know the old one. The old one. The old, the really old one. The one from the 30s. You know, toss. Yeah, Star Trek toss. That's what they call it because yeah. it, was, it was the uh, they, they had to get out and throw the Enterprise every time. <laughs> <laughs> get out and throw the Enterprise around. There was nothing like going outside and throwing the old enterprise around with your dad yeah you could tell because back then they had all those extra ranks of enterprise dudes who like like would die on the planet every time and they'd be like uh, you know I'm a yeoman like, there's no yeomans in the next generation yeah because we stopped bringing people onto the enterprise to die <laughs> but but, <laughs> but early in early in Star Trek history they had to like hire a bunch of yeomans and extra ensigns and shit to just go outside, push the thing. Yeah. Get it to go. Just really shove it Mm -hmm. while, uh, you know, Kirk is hanging his head out the side window and going like, come on, we've almost got it! We'll come back and pick you up, I promise! I won't! (laughs) Well, John, I am here because, uh, to tell you... I am here because to tell you I am here to tell you because <laughs> We recently had a uh, A friend of the show uh, Purchase a couple of Jumbotron spaces th- From us Which we need to stop calling that Because apparently that's what another network calls them And we're we're kind of stepping on their toes Yeah, fuck them uh, I don't know if they can I don't think they can license Jumbotron either I feel like that's No, a, that's a, that's an actual thing That's like officially the name of the thing So yeah, you know what? Up yours Whatever network that is I think it's the one that the J- Jordan, Jesse, Go Whatever they are Yeah Yeah so, so up yours, people John knew in college. Yeah, yeah, suck it. Uh, <laughs> but but the uh, the deal with a friend with a friend who wanted to purchase some uh, some jumbotron spaces uh, is that he wanted us to do a couple of ads for his fav- one of his favorite shows. Uh, he, it couldn't be his favorite show, or just be a bunch of ads for our own show. Which oh would, yeah, exactly. That would be weird. Uh, but. For, for another show a, a show that he particularly enjoys and at the same time he, he wanted them to do some shows for, for uh, or some ads for us indeed and so we're kind of doing an ad trade and I'm here to tell you about a Star Trek podcast that you should check out because of how much you like that Star Trek toss how much you like that toss yeah now the, the podcast in question is one that's called Rachel Watches Star Trek oh yeah and uh I think you'll probably find this a pretty uh, familiar genre concept. Uh, Rachel has no idea uh, about the Star Trek and hasn't watched the original series, really. Mm. Uh, But one by one, they are going through and watching the episodes, her and her colleague. Chris, there's no long pause there. It's Chris. (laughs) Look, we're professionals. I, did, I definitely didn't obviously forget that. Yeah, yeah, not at all. So, so Rachel and Chris, uh, who who has seen the series and is kind of keeping her on a keel, and the show is all about her predicting things that come in the future and making up fun jokes about it as they go along. That sounds very familiar to me, like uh, like how we've been doing with the, with the Star Wars stuff. Yeah, so I, I know that the Star Wars stuff has been a big success. So obviously, obviously, Star Trek, Star Trek. Far more successful than Star Wars overall, yeah. Like when in the grand scheme of things. Well, I mean, there's so many more episodes of Star Trek than there were episodes of Star Wars. There's like there's only eight of them right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that, that that's not true. There's there's. The ninth one's coming. There's a ninth one coming. Uh, there's two movies that aren't in the number series. Yeah, but I'm, I'm making a joke about episode. You get it? No, no, I don't. Episode because, 1 Because you made a reference to Star to Star Wars, so now I have to be pedantic about it. <laughs> now, so, now so I have it. to I have to mansplain to you about Star Wars. Oh, John, let me spread my legs on this one real quick. There we <laughs> go. Ah, I don't even need this. I'm much sorry. Chair. The word the word is called vagina. <laughs> Uh so it's a similar conceit to the to Expounded Universe, and uh it basically the idea is that she's watching the show, making her predictions about about characters. Apparently uh they've decided that Spock is named Spurk. Uh and uh there's it, it seems like it's a really fun, good time. Good. Uh they're recently just as, as high up as episode fifty two by any other name, because there's nothing that uh Star Trek loves more than Well, oh, yeah, but what would you call it aside from episode fifty two? Uh oh gee, uh uh, episode 51, I think, because there's still an argument about whether or not like two, a two-parter counts as one episode. People a get, two-parter's a one-parter? Yeah, they, people get violent arguments about it. like They get in these ridiculous fights. Yeah, they're, it's almost as virulent as whether or not Kirk and Spock are banging. Well, people agree, hands down, that Kirk and Spock are banging. There is no question. They're hanging and banging. They're hanging and they're, they're banging. The, the fights occur over what their fur species is when they're doing it. Ah! And ride or die, Team Kirk is an ocelot. I am... I, I don't understand how you can come from anywhere else. Uh, really? Because I'm pretty sure he's a ferret. Mmm. Okay, we're going to have words. <laughs> nope. Words, my friend. Words will be spoken. So, if you want to find Rachel Watches Star Trek, you can go to rachelwatchesstartrek.com or patreon.com slash Trek. Now, as we do whenever we suggest you, you uh, go and visit anyone else's Patreon, obviously this is something you're going to do after you've given us most of your money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you've got anything left over, mm-hmm. then you then, can then, go ahead and give a pittance to someone else. Now, they've already hit their only their, their only Patreon goal, they, they have a but they're close to it, so it's a good idea to give them a little bit of a buffer. Uh, they hit $1,000 in the past couple of months, and uh, they are now at the point where their episodes are weekly, which is great. We did the same goal for Expounded Universe. Exactly. So good for them. But that's the only goal they have, except I think they just recently added a new one where if they make it all the way to $3,000 per month, they will buy us a pig. Yeah, they'll get us a pig. Yeah, now that's going to be a problem for us because uh, we don't need two pigs. Oh. Hell, we don't even need one pig. <laughs> I mean, we want one pig. Yeah, one pig is the right number of pigs. But we don't... We I don't know what we're going to do with two pigs. I guess we made them... Yeah. Make sure that if they if we're gonna you, have a farm, yeah. they're gonna find truffles for yeah. us. So so head to their Patreon, uh, listen to their most recent episode because it, th- they make a guarantee in it that they are definitely going to uh, to buy us a pig. Yeah, you have yeah. to listen to their episode it's, it's, though to it, find it. It's in the it's somewhere. I'm not gonna tell you the exact timestamp because you know this is an ad. I don't have time for that. This is yeah. We, we have things to do. Yeah, we've definitely not wasted a ton of time on this ad. Rachel watches Star Trek.com. Check it out. <laughs> listen to their awesome show. Uh, they also have fun British accents because they're from knightly England. So we're, we're we're violating our usual credo of not liking the British. Yeah, this is. A, I mean, we still don't. But well, I guess these guys are okay then. We like the podcast. We just don't like them. <laughs> no, no, no. They're cool on a probationary basis. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, John, for listening to uh, to me tell you that you like Star Trek. Thanks. Thanks for telling me about that toss. And back to the show. Speaking of fucking with this engine, how about you join us for some bonus content? <laughs> what? I've got this <laughs> truck over here that's <laughs> raring to go. You want to put it in a tailpipe? <laughs> No, fuck this engine. No, I don't want to burn my wiener. <laughs> Too bad. <laughs> there's an F plus episode I listened to a while back about guys who like to have sex with cars. Yeah, uh, and, and a lot most of them do it in the tailpipe, but they all know not to do it when the car's turned on. Well, obviously, because uh, they'll you know you'll get third degree burns on your on your on <laughs> well, swing wang. there's one thing that people who want to fuck cars know, it's you never have sex when the other thing is turned on. Yeah, yeah, that's oh man, you don't want to. You, God damn it! Uh, <laughs> but there was this one bit in the in the story or in the uh, the show that I, I it was some guy who was like, yeah, everywhere I go, all day long, when I go for walks around, I come across cars when the owners just like, hey man, you want to fuck my car? And I'm like, yes, I do. And, and the the way that the, the the people on the show and the commenters in the in the actual post that this guy was putting up uh, determined he was lying was that the cars were always turned on, huh? That was how the, that was the big Sherlock Holmes detective moment for them. <laughs> this dude who just walks around rural Britain and is invited to fuck cars everywhere he goes. And they're like, wait a minute, I think you're lying, because those cars shouldn't be turned on when you do that. And I'm like, I I feel like it would be that all those rural Britons don't actually want people to... (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure it's that no one has ever seen a stranger and been like, you want to fuck my car? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I say, chap, would you like to stick your tallywacker into my exhaust pipe? (laughs) Pardon me, would you like to have a go at the old car here oh no 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 that's not an innuendo i'm not inviting you to fuck my bum i literally mean my car uh? <laughs> I, t- I actually mean tailpipe in this situation <laughs> yeah it's a citroen <laughs> please go nuts <laughs> uh but anyway. yeah bonus content That's bonus a th- content th- that's a thing we have jesus we're gonna make characters in tenchi muyo you're the rpg like yeah are we both going to make mecha guys? Probably. I don't know. That that does seem like it would take a lot of work to but to build out from that many points. I might build the 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 character at the center of the anime who does nothing and cannot. <laughs> what did you do? Oh, I've got a guy who has no powers and nothing going for him he's... and also everyone wants to bone him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's the he's the center of this whole stinking rose. Uh okay, so to get that bonus content where we make characters in the game we just reviewed, all you have to do is join our Patreon, our apparently unstable Patreon, uh, head on down to Patreon.com slash System Mastery and support us at even the $1 level, the very base, and you will unlock that content where we make characters. Yes, indeed. It's just that simple. You get so much content every episode. If you go up from there, you get even more. Yeah, it's possible to unlock, on average, about seven bonus episodes a month. Yeah. Which, good lord, you know you have to drive to work every day and <laughs> drive back gotta. Why drive to the the local boring radio station? How many Alice in Chains songs have you already had to listen to because you weren't on our Patreon? (laughs) Just think about that for a minute. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. And then have sex with it. (laughs) Put that in your tailpipe and fuck it. Wait, which one? The the pipe or the the knowledge of how many Alice in Chains songs? Both. You put that in the (laughs) tailpipe and then you fuck the tailpipe that has the knowledge of Alice in Chains songs. Okay, that's good to hear. Uh, Just a dollar unlocks that content, uh, supports us, and keeps us able to do this show, which... Lord knows we probably should not be able to do this show. <laughs> After this episode, nope. probably not. Yeah, this was a mistake. <laughs> We're going to get some phone calls. <laughs> the president is going to call. <laughs> I'm that? the president of podcasts. <laughs> oh, I swear to you, it's just going to be James again. <laughs> <laughs> Network head. Guys, you talked about wieners for 45 minutes. <laughs> you just, ooh, the amount of dick talk in this one. You got to scale that back. And I'm little. like, oh, are you calling to give us our medals then? Yeah. <laughs> Because here on the One Shot Network, where it's all dicks all the time. (laughs) It's all dick, all day, every day. Nothing but kissing and kissing dicks. (laughs) Kissing, kissing dicks, and dicks (laughs) kissing. The One Shot Network. Thank you so much for listening, folks. Uh, Go to that Patreon and support us. And otherwise, we will see you next week. And have a good week.